A home run derby champion begins a three-game series between a returning Blue Jay on the opposite side of the field as an Arizona Diamondback. Let's talk about game two in the best way possible as the All-Star break is now behind us and the race to the playoffs is now in full swing it's blue jays game recap and it begins with you right now the blue jays are back and right now with the game having gone final we are welcoming you in to blue jays game recap on the sports for beginners podcast now, let's go to your hosts of Blue Jays Game Recap, Thomas McGregor, Ali Musa, and Scott McGregor in the Sports for Beginners podcast studio. Take it away, gentlemen, because when the umpire says, you're out, or that's the game, or let's play ball, we know it's time for some baseball. This is Blue Jays Game Recap. Take it away, gentlemen. The Blue Jays take the opener of this series between the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays 7-2 and would wound up taking this game 5-2 and some of the questions resulting the Diamondbacks are that the Diamondbacks could be flat. I'm not sure that is the case. But let's talk about it. Hello, everyone. Welcome inside the Sports for Beginners studio. It is Blue Jays Game Recap. I am your host, Thomas McGregor, here with you to break down all three games of the Blue Jays and Diamondbacks three-game series at Rogers Center. It was fashion day at the ballpark as the first 15,000 fans at the ballpark received a chappy quadrure shirt, short sleeve. And if you don't believe me, listen to Sportsnet's pregame show, if you haven't already, where Chapman and, I believe, Arden Swelling caught up with each other for an interview before the game and had... Talking to about the giveaway that was today. The first things I want to talk about on our show as we bring it you it 
to wherever you may be listening, a Diamondback, a baseball fan, or just Blue Jays fans in general, as we welcome you there, as we welcome you here to the show. As always, I love to start things off with our game summary. So let's get our game summary sound in, and we will get ready to touch base with you on that one. So keep it here. Blue Jays game recap is game summary, and the seg- and our opening segment of the show begins with our leadoff happening now. And it's now time for our game summary. Thank you for that introduction to the game summary. So we are going to talk about the Blue Jays and, of course, the Diamondbacks. But before we get down to the game summary and what went down, we are going to talk about the piece of the puzzle that we brought up in the now available podcast edition of Blue Jays and Diamondbacks at Blue Jays Game Recaps, first game. The attendance record is on our leadoff piece. 42,328 people attended this game. It looks like a complete sold-out crowd, but there were tickets still available during the game. The winning pitcher is Chris Bassett. The losing pitcher is Zach Gallen. The winning pitcher's saver is Yimmy Garcia. And... That pretty much wraps up that. That's coming off of the notification of the score app that I have on my phone here. Links in the description for any audio content will be provided to you on the episode's description. I'll make sure to include that with our previous game recap if it hasn't already been cleared. So... Let's talk about the game, shall we? First off, here are the big stories before we get into the game summary. I know we said we do the game summary, but I want to talk about big stories. Now, Kevin Gosman was supposed to pitch this game against Zach Gallahan, but unfortunately he suffered a hip injury and was unable to get a start going. Lucky for him, they had our hound on the mound, Chris Bassett, take the hill in place of him for a ball game with Zach Gallahan. And boy, did Chris Bassett, the hound on the mound, ladies and gentlemen, put on a show. Let's look at the box score. We've got three complete shutout innings from Bassett. Where no where no runs were scored by the Diamondbacks throughout those three innings until the fourth inning. Where it looked as though, where it looked as though, the Diamondbacks had a chance. The game would get tied at two runs apiece. 
But then the fourth inning came around and the Blue Jays made it 3-2. Fast forward to the eighth inning and the Blue Jays poured it on just enough to get two runs shy of their score on Friday night, the opener, of which you can listen to now available on the Sports Beginners podcast. If you haven't already listened to it or heard it, you can pause this and come back to it. Moving right along here, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. in our big story headlines had the pleasure of being greeted by a lot of you Blue Jays fans that attended this game for photo ops and later when you got in and he was in he offered to sign autographs for you outside no excuse me inside the stadium Lourdes Goriel Jr. is a really nice guy We'll talk more about him when we get to our top five standout players of the game from both sides of the team. And speaking of standouts, Whit Merrifield was one of those Blue Jay hitters that would go two for three at-bats, getting two runs and two RBIs, one of them of which was a home run. He would end the day with the nine, with a two, with a 291 batting average, a 345 on base percentage, a slugging percentage of 405, and an OPS of 750. Back to the game at hand. This time the Diamondbacks took the at-bats pretty good. And the Diamondbacks got 35 at-bats to Toronto's 28 at-bats. The runs are as you see as you would see on the scoreboard if we were vis- if we were visualing and of course if you're listening on audio score was in the run total five to two, five to two with ten hits from the Diamondbacks, eight from the Blue Jays, two doubles from the Blue Jays, one double for the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks allowed two home runs, both off the bats of Whit Merrifield and, of course, the flow show, Bo Bichette, knocking five RBIs for the Blue Jays and two RBIs for the Diamondbacks. All in total, the bases for the Blue Jays were 16 times they touched base. 
and the Diamondbacks touched base 11 times. The Blue Jays were walked five times this afternoon, and the Diamondbacks were walked once. The Diamondbacks and Blue Jays traded strikeouts seven each, with the Diamondbacks getting the extra strikeout, eight strikeouts. The Diamondbacks left seven men on base. The Blue Jays left only five men on base. And the Blue Jays were caught stealing once. That wraps up our opening segment within the game summary. Now let's get some thoughts from the player of the game in Whit Merrifield. I believe it was Whit Merrifield. And let's hear what he had to say. Just before we wrap up our opening segment with the play of the game, here is Whit Murfield on his thoughts of the 5-2 victory over the Blue Jay over the Diamondbacks. This afternoon, Whit, you have the floor. Whit Merrifield has what? After this ad, and we're just gonna let that ad go through. We're gonna let that ad go through, and two hits drove in a pair. Whit Merrifield has what else? Two hits drove in a pair. And Whit, you put this team back up in the fourth inning moments after a very tough replay review at first place at first base to not go your way. How much did you want to turn around the energy in that moment? Yeah, it's always important when something like that happens, they tie the game to respond. So it was uh we responded. <laughs> and no surprise that it came in a two-strike count. Here comes Vladdy, of course. Uh, you came in today a top 10 hitter with two strikes in MLB. What's working for you in those situations? I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me. Uh, I don't know. I'm getting hits and with two strikes more than most people, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to step aside. Nothing like a cold shower. Let's continue. So you've won seven of eight. You end the first half hot. You start the second half hot. What's going right for this team right now? Uh, we're, we're playing good. Still not playing to our potential, but we're winning games, and that's what, that, that's what matters. So we're doing enough to win games, and we're looking forward to continuing to do that and get going at the right time. Thanks, Whit. Thank you. There he is. That's Whit Merrifield, your player of the game for the Blue Jays. And as they say in MLB The Show, the player of the game always gets a chance to speak when it is their time to get an interview from our people. Uh, Arden Swelling with the interview. And uh, that was a courtesy of Sportsnet. 
We've got our play of the game coming up, but let's step aside for a little bit and round out the opening segment with our opening to the middle segment of this show with our play of the game as we round out the opening segment. It's our play of the game coming up to you as we step aside with a word from the All Over the Map podcast. Sports for Beginners is show weekly in sports is available to you audio and visually on the Weekly in Sports with Scott's YouTube channel and, of course, right here on the Weekly in Sports is podcast feed, Sports for Beginners, the podcast. It's time to take a side break with a word from the All Over the Map podcast, and then we are on to our middle segment with our play of the game. Wrapping up the opening segment. So stay with us. Blue Jays Game Recap is back with you right after this word from all over the map. Take another look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo, two powerful women of diverse backgrounds having genuine, unique, and uncomfortable conversations that everyone needs to have. Join Melanie and Gerda for conversations about what is missing from human connections. Indeed, Vladdy, it is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. All right. Hey, thanks, Allie, for that quick word on all over the map. Hey, if you guys want more action from Ali Musa and, of course, our host of the Sports Beginners podcast, who will be with you for the Padres series, uh, who he's also my brother, um, Scott McGregor, they host a show called Sports Reactions, airing only on the All Over the Map podcast, but stick around during the hockey season because sports reactions, no matter how far it goes with All Over the Map, it could be a show that will appear episode-wise on the On the Ice and Behind the Benches podcast. And maybe, just maybe, it could be here on the Sports for Beginners podcast feed. So stick around during hockey season to find out when that will be happening. More details for that to follow. Welcome back inside the Blue Jays game recap studio. It's the Sports Beginners podcast studio. And now it's time for our play of the game portion of the opening segment. As we have now made it to our final stop in the opening segment everyone's favorite piece it's the play of the game and the play of the game comes from none other than the player of the game who started the bombs and that is Mr. 
Murfield. So here's how he did it. Let's watch, shall we? Here, uh, soccer action for Toronto sports is on as we are recording this show. The Toronto FC are against the Chicago, the CI, the CHI team tied at zero with three minutes to go in their game. I don't know who the soccer team for CHI is, but I will probably get more notification on a possible break that we will get to right after... Gone, gone, gone. With Merrifield hit a homer. And it is out of there. With Merrifield. Puts the Blue Jays on top. Because he's short to the baseball. There's not a lot of movement in his swing. Watch how simple it is. Quick little leg kick, hands to the baseball. Not a lot going on there, not a lot of room for error. You're trying to give yourself the best chance possible when the pitcher has the advantage, and Witt is very good. And yes, indeed, that is another way of attacking baseballs and taking names a lot. To be happy about there and the Blue Jays, five to two victors over the Diamondbacks. Before we get to my play of the game for the series, let's quickly check in on our games that were following today's game. The Chicago White Sox took down the Atlanta Braves six to five. 
The Kansas City Royals fall to the Tampa Bay Rays in game one of the doubleheader that they're playing, 4-2. to two. The Minnesota Twins take down the Oakland Athletics, 10-7. to seven. The Philadelphia Phillies take down the San Diego Padres, 9-4. The San Francisco Giants take down Steel City Pirates, Pittsburgh, 3-1. The Baltimore Orioles take down the Miami Marlins, 6-5. The Texas Rangers shut down the Guardians 2-0. The Boston Red Sox lose again to the Chicago Cubs 10-4. And the Kansas City Royals plunk the doubleheader 6-1 in the other game of that doubleheader. The Yankees currently in action in the bottom of the eighth, leading the Rockies 6-2. The Padres, I mentioned, got beat 6-4. And the St. Louis Cardinals... They were also playing a double hitter as well. After resuming a game they they got suspended in the third inning with, it is now in, I believe it's the second game. An 8-4 bottom six inning lead for the St. Louis Cardinals. The Mets are down by a run in the top of the ninth inning. The Brewers are on fire, 3-0. The Detroit Tigers have a lead at 2-0. The Astros are within a run with the LA Angels 4-3 in the bottom of the fifth. And as luck would have it, we are going to look at what the other score was in the other St. Louis Cardinals game. There were two Cardinals games. I know that might seem interesting might seem a little far-fetched for those of you listening right now, but it did happen. Arizona did have to play Oh, the what the St. Louis Cardinals did have to play a game 
that was suspended and later resumed in a brand, in brand new fashion. Let me just see if I can find out what that score was. You could probably already know what it was. But we're just going to keep it in as a reminder. Cardinals, 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 Cardinals. Ah, oh, yes, it was 7-4 to four in... Excuse me, it was 7-5 to five in 10 innings. After... The St. Louis Cardinals led by one run going into the suspended fifth inning. With the home run off of Lars Newtbar. And now as they proceed with their other game, it is now the bottom of the six with two on and two out. So lots of action going on. Let's go back into our game. 5-2 victors Saturday. Blue Jays against the Diamondbacks. We'll hear from John Schneider atop our close of the middle segment but to round out our opening segment and get down into the op- the middle segment here's my play of the game coming off the bat of Mr. Springer Yes, he did, Dan. Yes, he did. Joe and Dan with the call on the Sportsnet broadcast studio. So, that would be the play of my game. Now, let's actually hear from Skipper John Schneider to bring in our Middle segment where we're going to do the things I loved and the things I didn't like. Great news for you. I have 
Two things I didn't like. One, specifically, writing on the play, which we are going to start that middle segment on. Where there's a safe call that the Blue Jays challenged and it could be out. Then we're going to talk about the... And I have about three things I like, four things I, excuse me, four things I liked from this 5-2 victory. So, Manager Schneider. Uh, Jonathan, there, um, how did you feel about how your bullpen lined up there, and was Jordan a considerable? What's the 4-1-1 on you? How did you feel about this game? And can you give us an update on Jordan Romano? Yes, you can. Um, thought the bullpen. Uh, Jonathan, there. Um, how did you feel about how your bullpen lined up there, and was Jordan or unavailable? How'd that play? Um, thought the bullpen did a phenomenal job between Nate Swanee and Jimmy. Uh, Jordy was not available today. Um, had an MRI on his back, which came back clean. No concerns. Just some mild left low back soreness. Um, he was taking him day by day. Um, we'll see how he is tomorrow. But I thought the bullpen itself, I mean, all you can ask for right there. We talked about some individuals pregame, bullpen-wise. Um, a, a bullpen performing like this has to make your life a lot easier <laughs> at, at this point. Start of the year until now, what has impressed you most about this group day-to-day? They kind of feed off one another. You know, I think that they're, you know, really, you know, they're aware of, you know, what, what they're doing. And, um, you know, they're taking pride in what they're doing. So it's, um, you know, when you have a when you have a good team and you have a good bullpen, it's it's a luxury to throw those guys out there. And, you know, we love our starters, too. But, you know, I love the way that they're kind of picking one another up. They're understanding where they're going to fall into, you know, certain games with lineups and how they're constructed. And they're um, they're really running with it. Picking each other up, picking each other up. Great idea, John Schneider. You know something, guys? John Schneider, ever since Charlie Montoyo got fired and um, was relieved of his duties as the, as the manager of the Blue Jays, I thought John Schneider would be would be an interesting manager for the Toronto Blue Jays when he was the intern manager and now the manager of the Blue Jays, I thought, huh, hmm, Judge Netter and the Blue Jays. Maybe a potential World Series is in order. And we did hear that from Vladdy Guerrero Jr. prior to his media availability with the... Um, interview with Arden Twelling and of course the interpreter it is Blue Jays game recap is sports beginner is the podcast studio I'm Thomas McGregor your host follow me on Twitter at Thomas J McGregor free that is Thomas J McGregor it is just Thomas J McGregor I host a podcast called the on the ice and behind the benches podcast and I come on every football season on Sports Beginners to do my fastest three minutes week to week schedule fastest three minutes that happens 
during every end-of-the-week matchup. I'll also be doing some post-game content for the football world on the Sports Beginners podcast, so make sure you keep it locked in there. If you are a fan of football, keeping it locked in here with the things I love, things I didn't like. I love what John Schneider, this is where I started. I'm going to start with what I loved. Because obviously you got you to gotta get the negative out at some point. But I want to start with things I loved here. So I love that John, when he's asked about the bullpen in general, and not just Romano, because he gave us an update on Romano. Apparently it's a MRI that came back clean. And you got some news that maybe there's just a little bit of tightness in the back. So they're going to keep him evaluated and make sure that he's still day-to-day so we're not, so we're not sure where that leads him. Uh, but the bullpen in general, he was asked about that, and he said, you know, we love our starters and all, but when you look at a bullpen, the, the bullpen gave you what, you what you could only ask for in today's game. Seven strikeouts, eight strikeouts, as I mentioned, for both Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks. The the error for the Diamondbacks was the only error they got. So they kind of improved on that. I'm a little skeptical about there. I'm also a little skeptical about this play. Before I get to the other two things that I loved in this game, I'm also a little skeptical about this play. Pay attention to Dan and Joe as I give them the call. And I'll show you what I mean. It's the middle segment here portion now of Blue Jays Game Recap. Here's the play. The 3-2. Biggio's got it. Who's going to get to the bag in time? Safe. And two-run score. Jays will at least have a there's John Schneider putting the headset on he knows he wants to challenge his play and it indeed looks like he's going to challenge it a tricky one where Belt starts to his right Joe and then he goes back to the bag I don't know. And the reason you say I don't know is because the call on the field was safe. Is there enough to overturn this? Maybe. I mean, I think he got a couple of cleats down there before, but is there enough to definitively overturn it? See, Brandon's first move was to go for the ground ball. Then he had to retreat. And Bassett's arriving there at the same time. So Brennan catches the ball, and then he has to find the base. Wow. I mean, we've seen some close ones, but... That right there looks like the bottom of 
belts, spikes, or shoe is yeah. on the base. Yeah. After review, the call on the field stands. The runner is safe. Talk about a game of inches. That's the difference between the side being retired and two runs coming in to score. Yeah, now listen, guys. No matter how mad I got about this call, and I'm sure there are people, Blue Jays fans in general, that got mad about this call. Diamondback fans, I'm sure you don't feel like it's a bad idea that the Toronto, that Toronto calls it. I personally don't. I don't like the fact that it was that John decided to call this. And I know I was praising John earlier about the bullpen, but I don't like that they challenged this call. It was a great idea, but it also kind of backfired because it's it's almost like those close calls where you don't really know if the runner is safe. Or out when watching the play again because I was watching that play very closely as well myself. When watching that play though go on what it was doing, I wondered if Belt was also thinking maybe I just give it to Bassett. Boom, there's the out. But it wasn't really in Bassett's favor. So I'm just wondering what the plan was. Was Belt and Bassett trying to play whoever gets to first base first gets the out? What was the plan there? I don't know. I'm sure many of us are asking that question. But I'm... Still clueless. I'm still trying to figure out the piece of the puzzle. Um, my brother and host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast, was telling me that it looks like a miscommunication calls was going on. And there was miscommunication calls from what I was seeing from another play that I don't that I didn't that I didn't like watching in the game. And that was the fact that we tried to send a runner home. Uh, from the Diamondbacks at bats. We tried to send a runner home. And it looks as though we're gonna the Blue Jays defense is gonna get him out, but they managed to secure the runs. And I believe that was on the safe call as well. But I couldn't quite put my finger on those highlights. Um, maybe I'll have to check back with myself on the other Blue Jays game recap the series finale, which of course is a one thirty seven first pitch more on that a little later um back to the things that i loved there were two things that i didn't like and those were the two pieces um i loved how we saw bassett on the mound and we saw how dialed in he was how interesting a play calls he was making did have some bumpers including the play of which was not overturned. Stand, it stand it as runner is safe. You don't need the umpire to tell you that he was safe again. He already told you. So that basically means he was safe at the plate. It was one of those close calls where you just wondered what was the plan there. Um, 
but it but to uh Whit Merrifield and I believe it was Bassett, everybody on the uh outfield to the infield was p- feeling pretty confident about themselves and pretty convinced that this was a great idea. Let's challenge it because we believe the inning is over. We believe we got this guy out that was running the first base. I don't remember who it was, but I will probably have it as we round out the middle portion of the segment. Our standouts are on the way. And the other piece of this game that I loved was uh, we saw it already on the Blue Jays game recap portion where I brought out my play of the game. Springer's two-run hit single. But I love how Bo and Witt plus Springer were able to get a batting stance correct to try and knock the ball, not out of the park, but at least get it high enough so that the outfielders didn't have a chance at getting the ball. And that was, and that's the three things I loved about this game, and that's also the two things I didn't like about this game. It's time for our standouts of the game, and we're going to get to them momentarily, but let's have a breather of this middle segment because we're going to round out the middle segment and jump into our final segment with the notion on Hanjun Ryu who did make a start today, but it wasn't looking promising for him to have a start. So we'll get some news on Hunjin Ryu and where he's um, at, if we can, on this show. And then we'll also look at the Major League standings watching the final segment. And we're, of course... Going to get you ready for Yusei Kakuchi versus, if my report is correct, Tommy Henry. It's Yusei and Tommy Henry going head-to-head on Junior Jays Sunday and the series finale of Blue Jays. Diamondbacks. The Blue Jays are welcoming in the San Diego Padres, of course, on Tuesday for three games and then on to the road for the Blue Jays. Who are they facing? We'll find that out around the middle of the segment. Keep it locked in the Blue Jays baseball. Back after this word from Taking Her Look podcast. And a word from our station IDs before we round out our middle segment. It is Blue Jays Game Recap on the Sports for Beginners podcast. I am your host, Thomas McGregor. Let's continue after this.
Are you looking for excellent sports content from media and fan perspectives alike? Check out All Over the Map with me, Ali Musa, where we discuss anything and everything in the world of sports media and beyond. We will even feature non-sports broadcasters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, please visit http colon slash slash alitechgroup.wordpress.com It is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. Saturday's call for baseball, and obviously, baseball calls for Saturdays. Let's take a look at the games going on so far in our ball games for baseball action. It's the bottom of the eighth for the Nationals and the Cardinals. Cardinals leading it 9-4. to four. In their second game of the doubleheader. Astros leading it 9-3 to in the top of the seventh over the LA Angels. The Detroit Tigers are smashing T. Oscar Hernandez and the Seattle Mariners 6-0 to in the top of the sixth. And the Padres doubleheader is finished. The Phillies would sweep the doubleheader 9-4 to four game to final 6-4 to four game 1 final. The Rays 6-1, to 4-2. What more could you ask for if you're those type of fans? The Nationals and the Cardinals are wrapping up their doubleheader. Of course, the Yankees, the Rockies played a 6-3 Yankees victory over the Rockies. A 6-5 victory over the Brave. A 6-5 victory White Sox over the Brave over the Braves. The New York Mets taken down by the Dodgers 5-1. The Brewers shut down the Reds 3-0. The Rangers shut down the Guardians 2-0. The Pirates lose 
3-1 to one to the Giants. The Marlins lose to the Orioles 6-5. The Twins knock out the uh, Oakland Athletics 10-7. The Cubs knock out the Red Sox 10-4. And then, of course, you've got the double hitters, which, of course, heading into the top of the ninth, it's the Nationals and Cardinals, 9-4, to 9-3, top seventh, Astros and Angels. And top sixth, it's the Tigers and Mariners, 6 nothing. the Tigers are leading. It is the middle portion of our show. We just got through the portion of that middle segment where we talk about things I love and things I didn't like. Let me know what you guys think. What did you like? What didn't you like? Do you think, as a question here in the episode description, did you... Diamondback fans think the Diamondbacks would take game two out of this three-game series because it did look promising. And are you expecting the Diamondbacks to avoid the sweep? The question really in this description episode I want to ask you both Blue Jay fans and Diamondback fans is which game was better in a loss or win 7-2 or 5-2 which game were you most excited with or disappointed with let me know Henry and Kikuchi go head-to-head at 137. Get you set for that. And for those of you getting ready to tune in to Blue Jays Game Recap with our host of Sports Beginners, the podcast, also known as my brother, it is a 707 first pitch, and it'll be Joe Muggsgrove, as it still stands for the Padres, putting against the Blue Jays who will likely be Manoa or Gosman or somewhere in between, there could be a potential chance that a pitcher we haven't heard as a starter rotation comes back and pitches that game. Also, there's a chance of Barrios. There is a chance. It could be one of our bullpens. People playing. So now that we've gotten that piece out of the way, it's time for our standouts. eh? So who stands out to me in this game? Who stands out to you? Let me know via voice message, email, sportsvigginerspod8231 slash top five standouts eh? in the subject matter. My five standouts in this game include Bo Bichette, Brandon Belt, 
Whit Merrifield. I got to give credit to Bassett. I really got to give credit to Bassett. Five Ks, two earned runs, seven hits. And six complete innings. He was roughed, but he got a chance. So Bichette, Belt, Murfield, and Bassett. The hound on the mound. I could say that a ton of times and not get tired of it. The hound on the mound with Murfield, Brendan Belt, Bo Bichette, and I'm going to add, as a honorable mention, the man of the hour, Matt Chapman, who was at third base. Did what he had to do in this game. Some players were a little bit questionable, but it is what it is. So Matt Chapman's an honorable mention there in the top five standouts, but the top five standouts include Bo Bichette, Brendan Belt, Whit Merrifield, and Bo Bichette, Brendan Belt, Whit Merrifield, Chris Bassett, and Matt Chapman actually is our fifth player. On to the Diamondbacks, and I got to start things off with Zach Gallian. I thought five innings, six hits, three runs, both earned, three walk batters, five Ks, a home run allowed. I thought, hmm, okay, this is an interesting start. Obviously, it's not... A fantastic start, but he did go five innings doing what he could. So he stands out to me. Ah, who could forget Lourdes Gurriel Jr.? There's no in between with you, man. I gotta say, you're a two, you are a standout man two days in a row. Two hits, four at-bats, one run driven in. And you, know what, and you know what? Let's give your backup guy, your third base guy, the guy that joined you on the deck, on the on-deck circle, Emmanuel Rivera. One hit on three at-bats, one run driven in. And let's give a round of applause to Giornato Pedromo. Three hits, no runs, no RBIs, four at-bats. Four at hey. Hey, everybody's got to start somewhere, right? So... Gallahan, Guriel, Rivera. So it goes 
Gallan, Guriel, Rovera, Pedromo, Gallan, Guriel, Guriel, Rovera, Pedromo. And let's give some love to Jake McCartney. As our fifth standout, two hits, three at bats, two RBIs, one walk, one K. But all in all, great performances by both teams. This was not going to be a blowout situation. So, your top five standouts from the Blue Jays are Bo Bichette, Brandon Belt, Whit Merrifield, Bo Bichette, Brandon Belt, Whit Merrifield, Chris Bassett, and Matt Chapman. On the D-back side, we have Guriel Jr., Rivera, Pedromo, McCartney, and Gallahan. So those are your top five for the D-backs and your top five for the Blue Jay standouts. We're going to take a break and come back to round out the show with our final segment. But before we do, let's get our final segment up and running with some words of acknowledgement on what the timeline is for Blue Jay Central to wrap up our three-game series. And hold on a minute. We've got a highlight reel from Hunjin Ryu. Let's do the highlight reel from Hunjin Ryu. Send it into our send it into our final segment with our first and only break of this show. And then do our look around the league of the standings. Check in with what's going on. And we will also look at what's up for the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays as they proceed to the finale of this three-game series. Here is Hunjin Ryu's Rehab Start with Bison's. On your knuckles. It's a tough once again from the line, the 3-2. He's hitting the air out towards left center field, going back to Schneider towards the track. At the wall, looks up, and that's agreement. Another 1-2 to Camargo. Fastball is wrapped up. Another 3-2. Effectively tonight, the 1-2. Strike three called. And it's a French kiss. Italian eyes. Spanish balls in the moon. All right, so... 
It looks like, ladies and gentlemen, Hunjin Ryu went five complete innings, striking out five, only allowed three hits and one run with 66 of those pitches out of 46 pitches as well. So 66 of them could have been balls and 46 of them could have been strikes. That is your rehab start from Hunjin Ryu number 99 with the rehab start with the Buffalo Bisons. Is he coming back to Toronto to actually pitch in a game? We need to know from John Schneider and the Blue Jays staff what that what that means. But as it stands, that is your line score for the Buffalo Bisons is Hunjin Ryu rehab start. And we will take a break and come back. It's the final portion of our show. Blue Jays victorious in this one, 5-2, looking to sweep the Arizona Diamondbacks. Arizona looking to avoid the Blue Jay Brooms of Sweeping Nation on Junior Jays Sunday. 137 first pitch is the timeline. It's our break and our final segment with the look ahead. The look around the league, the standings watch, and we are done. Blue Jays again recap continues here on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after this. Hey, hockey fans, with the hockey season now officially underway, it's about time for all of that hockey content to return to its rightful place. And that's why this is our podcast specifically designed for hockey fans like you. So whether you're driving to work and need some help getting ready for your team before they drop the puck, or driving to the school to learn something new in life, make On the Ice and Behind the Benches a part of your daily routine on Tuesdays and join me as your host on the podcast as we dive deeper into all hockey conversations with experts who know the game, former hockey players, coaches, and of course, everyone's first enemy, the referees. So get ready for exclusive, fantastic, entertaining, fun hockey content on this podcast. And join me, your host, Thomas McGregor, but co-host of the Sports for Beginners podcast, as we take this journey together on everything and anything in the hockey world. On the Ice and Behind the Benches is the neighboring podcast to a Sports for Beginners podcast that airs episodes every Thursdays. But for us, we air episodes every Tuesdays. And for more information, please visit the Facebook page of our neighboring podcast, the Sports for Beginners podcast Facebook page to be exact. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you, and I hope you hockey fans, old, new, fan or no fan, are ready to join me on this journey as well. That's
On the Ice and Behind the Benches with your host, Thomas McGregor, myself, every Tuesdays on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And if you want early access to early episodes of the podcast upload, you can visit anchor.fm as soon as the episode has already been uploaded onto your favorite podcasting platform. Should there be any delays to its launch, that's anchor.fm for early access on On the Ice and Behind the Benches episodes before they hit your platform. We are currently available on Spotify and air episodes every Tuesday. We've got post and reaction content now, but I am excited to join have you joined me on this journey so don't miss it and remember on this podcast nobody gets icing It is your house, and that's why the Toronto Blue Jays play here on the Sports for Beginners podcast. Now, let's get back to more Blue Jays baseball of the Sports for Beginners podcast. Let's get back into Blue Jays game recap. We thought so, Blue Jays fans. For this life we cannot change, it is Blue Jays game recap, it is the final portion of our show, it is also the roundabout portion of our show, we are in the point to wrap it up and send you out into the sunset for the Sunday week portion and get you ready for the week. Monday is the off day for the Blue Jays. But is it for the Diamondbacks? Let's find out those answers right now on our final portion of this show. And we'll start with the Arizona Diamondbacks. So as you know... The Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks wrap up this series tomorrow afternoon. 137 is the first pitch. It'll be Kaguchi versus Tommy Henry. Then the Then the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays have the day off on Monday before the Diamondbacks open up a three-game series against the Atlanta Braves in Atlanta. First pitch Tuesday night goes Throwing at 7.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Then it's off to Cincinnati for 
Friday for, for Friday baseball action in Cincinnati, ending on Sunday, the 23rd. Then we've got action going on in St. Louis. As St. Louis comes to town with Seattle following for a week's worth of baseball beginning Monday night at 940 against St. Louis for three games. Seattle comes for three. And then the San Francisco Giants play four games with the Diamondbacks before playing three with the Minnesota Twins and back home for two against the Angels and three against the Padres. Speaking of the Padres, it's time for the Blue Jays. Schedule update, and the Blue Jays will begin their series after they wrap up the series with the Diamondbacks tomorrow afternoon with yours truly, the San Diego Padres. First pitch, 7.07, Tuesday, July the 18th. The Blue Jays will then play Seattle for three in Seattle and then make a visit to the LA Dodgers. I believe it's the yes, the LA Dodgers. Before welcoming in the LA Angels and the Baltimore Orioles for three games. Off to Fenway Park we go for three games. And let's take a trip to Cleveland. As we will see the likes of the Guardians and the Red Sox on Friday and Tuesday. August 8th and August 4th at Fenway Park and in Cleveland. Chicago and the Philadelphia Phillies come to town. Philly is playing two. Chicago is playing three. And What's that sound? I can hear the crowd roaring in my head. I guess it means Batista Honors Day tickets are going fast. So you better get your tick you better get your hands on those tickets right now. Wherever the tickets are available to you. Because on Saturday, August 12, 307 first pitch, you don't want to miss your chance 
to get a Jose Batista bat flip bobblehead giveaway. And you definitely don't want to miss Jose Batista's Level of Excellence Ceremony. That's August 12, 307 First Pitch, Chicago, in town. You definitely don't want to miss that. Wrapping around the Blue Jays, and we're going to wrap around the Diamondbacks' schedule with a road trip with the Cincinnati Reds and the Baltimore Orioles playing three. And I believe Philadelphia is, yes, three against Cincinnati, three against the Orioles before welcoming in the Guardians and the Washington Nationals for three. Philadelphia, we play two games beginning on Tuesday and Wednesday. Washington takes us into the September month when the Blue Jays will take on three games against the Rockies and three games against the Oakland Athletics, both in Oakland and Colorado. Kansas City comes to town on the Friday, followed by the Texas Rangers on Monday. With three game series all around. Concluding with the Boston Red Sox on Friday. At 7.07. And then it's the Bronx time. With the Yankees. And the Tampa Bay Rays. Three games in the Bronx. Three games at Tropicana. Three games at Rogers Center. And three games at Rogers Center for the Blue Jays against the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. The second half of the season is off to a fire start for the Blue Jays, but now... Let's see if the fire start for the Diamondbacks can bring up power following the conclusion of the 2023 MLB season. When last we left, we mentioned that the, Dod- that the Dodgers and the Padres would be coming up after three games in Minnesota and three games in San Francisco, excuse me, four games in in San Francisco. So then the Diamondbacks hit Colorado and they then go to San Diego for three games in Colorado, three games in San Diego. Texas plays two at Arizona. Cincinnati comes in to play one, two, three, four games. Bringing the Diamondbacks into September with the LA Dodgers. Back home for three against the Baltimore Orioles and the Rockies. Chicago plays, looks like one, two, three, four. 
ending on the Sunday. With a couple of early matchups at 2.20, Friday, Saturday, and a late and a late matchup at 7.40 to start. The New York Yankees are playing the Diamondbacks after Chicago. It's three games set. Of four, excuse me. It's three games in the... It's one, two, three, four. Four games in the Bronx. As well as the Bronco Bombers, the New York Yankees. Play four games in New York. And of course, there's four games of Chicago. Before the Chicago Cubs come into Arizona one last time, I believe, for three games. San Fran comes in for two. The New York Yankees welcome back the Diamondbacks to the Bronx after that. Chicago plays three games in Chicago. And the Houston Astros end off the Diamondbacks series of schedules. Leading into October. It's time now for the Major League Standings Watch up update. And I'm pretty sure by now the game tab final. Let's just double check before we take a standings watch. And it is over. With we have the Padres. Getting swept by the Phillies in the doubleheader, 9-4, 6-4. The Royals and the Tampa Bay Rays. The Royals get swept by the Kansas City Royals. No, excuse me. The Rays get the sweep over the Royals, doubleheader. Six to one and four to two. Seven five Nationals take game one of the doubleheader between the Cardinals and the Nationals. But the Cardinals fire back with a nine six victory in game number two. The Brewers shut out the Reds three to zero. The Twins take down the Athletics 10-7. The Orioles take out the Marlins 6-5. The Giants take out the Pirates 3-1. The Rangers take out the Guardians 2-0. The Cubs knock out the Boston Red Sox 10-4. The Braves lose to the White Sox 6-5. Yankees over the Rockies. And still in play, but not for very long. We got the bottom we got the bottom of the eighth with an eleven to nine Astros lead over the 
angels of Alley and the Detroit Tigers. It looks like it's over, folks. Six nothing your score as we head to the last inning for the Seattle Mariners and the Detroit Tigers series. Doesn't look promising for the Tigers. A standings watch is brought is brought to you as by our Sports Regioners podcast supporters in taking a look all over the map. My podcast of course on the ice and behind the benches. And all those podcasts we've shouted out. If you haven't already, come on down, check out all over the map. The Raj 590 was on all over the map to talk some Blue Jays and other stuff. Of which I'm not sure what else was talked about, but I'm sure it was a great show. And you best check it out. That's the All Over the Map podcast. The Tampa Bay Rays are the Tampa Bay Rays. 60 wins, 35 losses. Currently have a win streak. Three games they're winning. Baltimore's got a seven-game winning streak with 56 and 35. The Blue Jays are the Blue Jays. They've got 52. Two wins out of 41 losses. And are on a win streak now. Three games. The Yankees are behind them. 50 and 43 with a win streak. The Boston Red Sox have a losing streak with 49 and 44. 49 wins. 44 losses. The Minnesota Twins are the Minnesota Twins. The Guardians, the Detroit Tigers keep the White Sox and the Royals in check in their division. With everything seeming to go the Twins' way right now, 47-46, The Royals with 67 losses, 26 wins. The White Sox with 39 wins, 55 losses. The Detroit Tigers with 50 losses and 40 wins. 45 wins, 47 losses for the Guardians. 46 wins, 46 losses, excuse me. 47 wins. Cleveland is on a three-game losing streak. The Tigers and the White Sox are on a one-game win streak. The Twins are on a two-game win streak. And the Royals are on a two-game lose streak. We take, the, we take the efforts of the Texas Rangers leading the charge in the American League West, 54-39. They're followed by the Houston Astros, 51-41. It's all even in the win-loss column for the Seattle Mariners, 45-45 and 45-47 and for the Angels. 69 losses and 25 wins for the Oakland Athletics. 
who may be on what's called a Cinderella run, as we said it in hockey, with one of the teams who managed to make the playoffs. And no, on this show, I will not criticize the Florida Panthers if that if that is a team that was on that Cinderella run, I will not criticize them for their efforts. They had a really, really great season, really, really fun week. In the end, it is what it is, and you can't change it. I wish you could, but you cannot change. What goes on hard as we try. A win is a win. A loss is a loss. And that is all that she wrote there. The National League goes as follows. The Atlanta Braves, the Milwaukee Brewers, the LA Dodgers lead the charge. With a a six-game win streak for the LA Dodgers. A two-game win streak for the Philadelphia Phillies. A three-game win streak for the Milwaukee Brewers. And right now, it's not looking so hot in Atlanta. They're on a one-game losing streak right now. Let's take a look at the wild card here as we wrap up the show. As we're about to wrap up the show, the wild card looks exactly as it looks. Baltimore, Houston, Toronto, Yankees, Boston, Seattle, Cleveland, LA, Detroit. And at the very bottom of the American League wildcard, it's the Oakland Athletics, the Royals, and the White Sox. Your leaders in the American League are Tampa Bay, Texas Rangers, and of course, the Minnesota Twins. Your leaders in the National League are the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Brewers. But in the wild card spot, we get the Miami Marlins, your Arizona Diamondbacks that we're talking about five two losers to the Blue Jays in this game, obviously. But there's another game, and that's the great thing about baseball. San Francisco falls behind is behind them on a four-game win streak. The Philadelphia Phillies, the Cincinnati Reds, the San Diego Padres, Chicago, New York Mets, the Steel City Pirates, the St. Louis Cardinals, the Washington Nationals, and the Colorado Rockies as of 11.40 p.m. Eastern time right now, as it was update it. It might be updated by tomorrow. We'll see. The Washington Nationals, the St. Louis Cardinals, and the Colorado Rockies with the Steel City Pirates are the teams out of the wild card spot. We are about done with our Blue Jays game recap show. That is where we will draw the line here. I will be back with you to round out the series finale. It's the rubber match for the D-backs. It is the series sweep for the Blue Jays. 
What will happen? We'll find out. If you haven't already made your predictions on who is going to be hot in the second half, please make your predictions now. Results will be revealed at the end of the series finale between the Diamondbacks and the Blue Jays following the final out of tomorrow afternoon's game. It's one thirty-seven first pitch. It will be Yusei Kikuchi versus Tommy Henry in the rubber match and the sweep match of the Blue Jays and the Diamondbacks. As always, we love we always love to thank you for joining us on the Sports Beginners Podcast video for Blue Jays Game Recap. One final look here at the Blue Jays and Diamondbacks is games going on in the major leagues right now. There are two games only underway, six nothing. Bottom of the ninth. And the Mariners are down to their final out. The Astros are in the top of the ninth with a 12 to 9 lead. It looks like it's over. That is it. The Tigers shut down the Mariners 6 to 0. The game is over. And your score, Tigers 6, Mariners nothing. Astros and Angels are the only team left on the board remaining. We'll let them sort things out. It's the bottom of the ninth with two outs and a runner on first. But as for us, it's time for us to call it a night and it's time for us to call it a day. It's the Blue Jays game recap that you've been listening to. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor. And as I always love to remind you as our host of Sports for Beginners, the podcast always loves to remind you it is never goodbye. It is always, always until next time. The door is open to you for the week. Have a great work week. Have a great off day, Blue Jays fans. When we get to our off day Monday, you best need it. Let's go, Blue Jays. Let's go, Diamondbacks. Thank you so much, Diamondbacks. Thank you so much, Blue Jays fans, in advance for listening, wherever you may be listening, around the world on this podcast feed. Here in Canada, here in the United States of America, wherever you may be listening, thank you so much as always for joining us on this podcast show. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. I have been your host, Thomas McGregor, and until Sunday afternoon, Blue Jays fans, I am Thomas McGregor saying peace out. Let's go Blue Jays. And let's get another win and keep the train rolling. I'm out. Peace. Blue Jays game recap has come to a close. The door is open to you. Peace. 
thank you so much for joining us on Sports for Beginners, the podcast for Blue Jays Game Recap, the after show on Sports for Beginners, the podcast, right after every Blue Jays game. To learn more about upcoming episodes, when they drop, and schedule, please visit https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash sportsforbeginners87 Send us an email at sportsforbeginners87 at gmail.com Follow Ali, Thomas, and Scott on Twitter at ScottMcGregor3 Thomas J and A-L-I Musa. Follow Thomas and Scott on Instagram at SMC underscore 87 underscore and TM underscore 80 and TM 00 underscore. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball And we hope to see you soon again. This has been Blue Jays Game Recap. Once again, the website is https colon slash slash sportsforbeginners0.wordpress.com Thanks for listening. And when it's time for the Blue Jays to play ball, there's only one chant Blue Jays fans will be using. Catch you later, ball baseball fans.